Occhio destro dominante. Right eye dominant. Rechtes Auge dominant. Right eye dominant. Höyre öje dominant. Right eye dominant. Alleine liumna il muhaimina Right eye dominant. This is the Right Eye Dominant Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Right Eye Dominant Podcast. I am your host, Nick Toro Jr. For today's episode, I have a conversation with a creative force of nature. His name is Sergei Vututz. He is a photographer, a filmmaker, a musician, a skateboarder, a performance artist, and all of these things combine into a creative output that I just find totally fascinating and hence my desire to talk to Sergei for this podcast. When I was in Paris in November, I actually crossed paths with Sergei. He was selling his books and zines and prints at a, uh, a book fair called Off Print. And I was so excited to meet him in person because I've been following Sergei and his creative exploits online for a few years now. And I've always been really intrigued by his creative output because he really pushes uh, to the edges of the margins of what we would consider photography or filmmaking or performance or zine making in particular. Much of what Sergei creates ends up in zine form, and uh, these pieces are always really unique, and uh, he does everything by hand, and as we discussed, he actually creates the prints for his zines, oftentimes during his live performances. So, if you know me, you know that this is a guy that I really want to talk to. And so I was happy that Sergei agreed to uh, patch in from home in Paris. And uh, do want to say before we jump into the interview that I am 100% grateful that uh, Sergei was able to do this interview in English, even though it's not his native language. Uh, definitely made it possible that we could have a conversation at all. So uh, with that in mind, let's get into today's episode. Here is my conversation with Sergei Vututz. Thanks for joining me today. All right. Okay. We are recording. Yes. Well, Sergei, welcome welcome to the Right Eye Dominant <laughs> Podcast. I'm excited to talk to you. Thank you. I'm a uh, uh, pleasure to be part of it. Awesome. So uh, just so the listeners uh have a little backstory. So I've been following your photographic or creative exploits on online for a few years. And uh, we finally actually crossed paths in Paris. Uh, you were, uh, you had a booth at, it was uh, the imprint show. Is that correct? Off print. Off print. Yeah. I always get those com- confused. Off print. Uh, so we, we met face to face and I was excited uh, enough to, uh, 
invite you to this conversation today, and I'm I'm grateful that you have uh, agreed. So uh, let's let's get started. Uh, I, I I'm curious just to hear. We were just chatting before I started recording. Um, I want to hear a little bit about your personal history, where you're from originally, and I know you've moved a bit and. Uh, just to get the the listeners uh, more familiar with your your life before we talk about art. Uh, yeah, I mean uh, the one thing is very related to the other thing. I'm born uh, basically in the time of uh, Yugoslavia, mm. actually, and uh, sometimes I play with that basically with country which doesn't exist anymore, mm. uh, which a uh, lot to shape. Uh, uh, all these circumstances, uh, the geopolitical and, and the stuff, uh, shape my path and also like maybe my my view and maybe lately also my way of uh, work. Mm-hmm. I grew up then in the in the other country when the this uh, kind of uh, catharsis uh, or the civil war or whatever people like to call it uh, happen uh, then i wait did you say you called it catharsis in certain ways it's catharsis <laughs> huh. interesting uh, and uh, and uh, yeah so i grew up in the croatia then i landed in germany you were born in what's now bosnia herzegovina that would be that would be bosnia and herzegovina yeah and it's but also I, like you, uh, you, you were born in 79, so it was still, like you said, it's still, it was still Yugoslavia at that time. Exactly, exactly, exactly. exactly. Um, so like, when did, how old were you when you moved to Croatia and then out to... Uh, I, I'm born uh, in Cro- Croatia, like uh, 89 or something like that. Mm. Like basically just uh, before uh, the tensions escalate into the... Uh, to the brutal, bloody right. conflict. Was your move related to that, or was it just happenstance? I, I and there is a, something with I uh, nowadays when I'm uh, uh, have other uh, knowledge and uh, other uh, views. Uh, I miss maybe to speak with my grandparent mm. and to exchange more about uh, his decision. Because mm-hmm. he's uh, he's grew up with the Second World War, right. and uh, and when the tensions was happening or the growing, you know, they didn't come after the out of the blue. You know, it's a, sure it's a certain process, and he was he was one of things what I understand or I hear it uh, there. He want to move. Somewhere where is the more one nation uh, lives, and he has this Croatian background. So okay. basically, he sold the house and he he brought the house in the Zagreb or in the suburbs of Zagreb, hmm. and that's where where we move. And then, and it was basically just a few years before start uh, things to okay. go uh, in the bad direction. So I don't know, like, you know, this is the age where I was uh, basically 10 years or something like that, you know? Sure. So it, uh, yeah. So you have certain understanding uh, of the things, but uh, you don't uh, have fully knowledge, you know? Of the right. Things. And you're not, you're not involved in the decision-making. You're going to go. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. 
So, so now there's, I, I miss really to have this kind of uh, reflection of, uh, with him, you know, about these things, you know. Because right. also my, my background is, is uh, something what uh, goes or was valued differently in that time, you know. My, uh, my mix is uh, basically from two different uh, religious uh, groups, you know. Interesting. My, my one, one side is Serbian or Orthodox, and the other side is Croatian or Remo Catholic, you know. Yeah, uh, that's the in in the back of the of it, you know. I'm, I'm totally out of uh, anything of that, and, uh, and that's after part of my joke that I'm born in the country which doesn't exist because I'm <laughs> really above that uh, to stand with any history or any anything uh, where is involved with uh, army or any religious. Uh, Slotery that I can stand behind of anything of that, right? I don't right, which I I I know because uh, you you do share some of that on your through your accounts. And uh, first, I really want to know, like how how did you end up uh, getting into the sort of the modes of expression that you utilize specifically photography, film, and and I know that music and live performance is a big part of what you do as well. What what led you to to that mode of expression? I think it's uh, there was something happened uh, in my uh, maybe already in childhood, you know, like uh, there is uh, my uh, my father uh, used to to do something with the photography in certain time, and I have this from the childhood uh, still. The image of the, this uh, room with the red light, and uh, mm -hmm. sometimes our clothing was hanging there, and the drying, and uh, so maybe there, you know. And I never grew up with him, so maybe there is also this what you mentioned above, you know, uh, before, you know, nostalgic. Maybe there is, uh, but it was, I think, this uh, early. Uh, early connection with uh, music, you know, like my mother and me, when she used to get uh, money uh, on the end of the month, her salary, we will go to buy the records, uh, mm. vinyls together. Mm -hmm. And uh, and that was kind of our uh, monthly ritual. Mm. So, and uh, I the city, this small city in Bosnia, was had certain really strong vibe, and the kids in the neighborhood, and the exchange, the the, the social exchange in, in that time of in the in the Yugoslavia was uh, incredible. I never, uh, I sometimes think uh, that what's happened, it's almost like a, like a dream. I never never experienced something like that uh, mm. uh, anywhere where I was after going around the world, you know, like mm. to have that kind of uh, incredibly solidarity between the neighbors and the sharing and uh, like uh, to to be able in, in such a young age to spend the days and the evenings by the neighbor and on the street and, uh, and all these older kids, they was all into the metal and the punk. And they, uh, so um, I think this, all those things made really early influence, you know, 
mm. like uh, or connection, and uh, which later uh, when I moved to to Croatia, because uh, I was kind of already kind of infected with this um, metal music in that time mm-hmm. and uh, rock and roll, and uh, then uh, slowly come more. This attitude of things, you know, with the punk. Uh, and so, I don't know, with 14, 15, because uh, in, in that time in the punk was, uh, if you are part of the scene, you need to be active in the scene, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was not, uh, at least that people which I was surrounded, it was, uh, it was less about consuming. It, it was this uh, really... Non hierarchy. Everybody's active. Everybody do something. So you start to do the zine, or you be the active, or you make uh, uh, bring something to the other zine maker, or you do the shows, or you play in the bank, or you run the labor, you exchange with the other uh, tape makers or the labels, and uh, you know people make a tape uh, in the Turkey with the cross bands from the Turkey you copy this tape and you spread it in your scene and the people what they do in uh, Belgium you copy the tape you do the split tape uh, so it was all these things was uh, kind of uh, very in the early age I, I did some stuff uh, sometimes when I see the kids nowadays uh, I'm totally like wow I, really I was doing this record label uh, yeah go house shows in the other city to see people playing uh, and ask them are you want to be on my uh, compilation tape <laughs> yeah right 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 yeah i you're... think uh, you know like uh, this was my all of my education I never went to the art school you know nothing of this you know right so like yeah. basically all these record covers uh uh, the way uh, to use the copy shop, uh, the way to 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 become the own media or to create your own media, and uh, all these things will comes very early and really more or less shaped. You know who I am. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's well. It, the way you're describing it, it it really is the essence of that punk mentality of do everything yourself, the DIY. Uh, you know approach and to hear your you know a lot uh, I, i'm a little bit older than you but i i also tap into that mindset a lot certainly even you know as a older adult now that does drive you know even the fact that we're having this conversation today is just due to that self driven you know uh desire to mm-hmm. create and have conversations and share and respond you know like i i think that you you're mentioning like and I, I don't like to sound like the cranky old man but i think generationally like kids today there it's a you know they have so many different ways of connecting you know whether it's just holding up a phone and texting each other and we didn't have that and the, what you're describing really was for a lot of us, the outlet for discovering new things and also finding a support system, you know, like you was just describing, like that whole idea of, you know, people share, you kid, other kids sharing 
music or inspiring you to, 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 to make things or to put on a show and, and make those connections that it's, it's something sadly, I think that's lost today. And I, you know, I look at your work and I look at your approach and it's obvious that that's where it's rooted in. And I think that you still, you, you retain that spirit for sure. Thank you. Um, I don't know the, 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 it's definitely a different time, you know, like, uh, I recently met also some kids and I was totally fascinated. Uh, they, they meet to the, to the game, you know, and it was, uh, I think not even 18 and it was, uh, they moved to Brussels and they start to do the, also like a physical zine and mm-hmm. the stuff. But uh, lots of this was based on, on the, on the, on the games, but they, they came, their network came through the, through the games and and sometimes like video the, are you talking the, video games i think video games yeah because yeah. I, I i'm not understand that word or i'm not into that word but uh, no i think it was uh, some video games or some uh, this uh, internet playing uh, social games okay but uh, but then i have this other also like uh connection or practices uh, with the skateboarding and sometimes i, I really uh, uh absorb something really interesting you know like sometimes you have like uh, in the paris there's one really interesting skate park between uh, built or it's really amazing urbanism project built between two buildings and mm. kind of shut uh, the road and transform into the skaters playground but it's it was, I think, one of the pioneer projects because lots of skate parks are built with a certain cage, which is big social questioning, uh, exceptionally because we mm, talk about kind of adolescent or or the the generation which is in in the in the forming uh, themselves, mm-hmm. and then you have this kind of antisocial already by this by the society putting them intimately into the cage play for always like, of course comes this uh, t- part to protect uh, but it's uh, usually you put the skaters always in 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 a, in a certain cage in a cage Depends. like but literally like creating I a cage say it ex- i say it extremely but it's like we in the in the other no, term get- would be the fence no, I get, I get, I get what you're saying, and especially since, uh, you know, the the sort of the origins of certainly like urban c- city skateboarding, the fact that you skating anywhere is your your environment. So it seems like what you're describing is like let's create a caged in area where they can all go and not cause any trouble. Exactly, and you lose, and this is the. The, the very interesting the new subject with Olympics games and so on mm. on this uh, level uh, that you got now like uh, when you give this kind of uh, top sport uh, board exchange platform and then you give the, the skate parks you are kind of giving the legitimation that oh that should no more happen in the public Mm-hmm. That should be happen in a certain 
spaces. So the the public exchange start to be really problematic. Mm-hmm. But this is like one other now further subject. What, what I was more connected to this, what we was talking about, this kind of uh, media or the human urge to exchange and to to create something on their own voice. So you have this one very particular park, which somehow architects uh, cracked the law that if you put on certain parts kind of uh, one part of the fence and still keep it open, mm-hmm. it becomes as a kind of uh, in the norm of the fence, but it's open, which made it really incredible because it's it's in the flow of architecture of a movement and it's one of the really incredibly made but still i'm fascinated kids come with some garbage elements or or pallets or the the bottles and they use that as their own element to skate you have the beautifully designed park and they still love it to bring some own elements or try to create something new <laughs> yeah that's amazing that's the, i mean this yeah i think that this is you know like uh i think in in, in our human urge to play and to to be uh, to get own voice you know i think yeah. this is uh, uh it's only interesting gonna be what is the next one you know? yeah well let's let's talk about your so were were you when you were involved in that scene specifically like the you know the music exchange and the DIY and then obviously the skateboarding when did the the photography and film element start or i i know a lot of photographers are aligned with like the skateboarding world and and they're just there's common ground there but when did you like dedicate more time and and effort to visual art making i think it was uh was all the time there i i i was not uh in that time uh i didn't have a way of thinking of specialization into something you know or to 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 see my uh, uh, let's say voice or the outlet is gonna be the photography or the film or uh, it, it was kind of um, constantly happening. Maybe more start to be like kind of uh, specific when I moved to Germany, and then I have some kind of weird uh, from the construction and so on uh, weird jobs. Uh, and then in certain moment there came the question uh, that I need uh, kind of uh, the one more school because uh, in that time uh, Croatia was still not part of the European Union which means they don't accept the education system of Croatia mm-hmm. and uh, and it's very interesting this kind of game you know because in the f- few years later they are part so that everything what you learn it then it's accepted but before that you can just be construction person because wow. uh, your study is not accepted i mean this is a very interesting uh, <laughs> the values yes yeah. 
Yeah. But uh, anyway, the, I have a really big, uh, tough uh, uh, process with them on that. And I was really stuck uh, with my attitude. Uh, well, okay, if I need education, it's going to be maybe only on the film or photography. And so I get kind of uh, on the end to short the story, kind of the photography school. So that's maybe where I like start more like uh okay this starting more to shape with the photography you know mm-hmm. and uh, uh and then uh, more intensely to work with that you know and i think slowly i was a little bit faded with the music there was some uh, i start to have kind of more start to be more uh kind of consumism to me than supposed to be about exchange and uh certain attitudes Hmm. People was more about uh, I collect these records or this or uh, I want to have this T-shirt and that you know. So and that you, you so the, that, the, the the capitalist kind of is that what you were referring to? Like the the yeah yeah we call it like that. I I, I kind of always say consumism is to me when they <laughs> just start to be about items, you know. Yeah yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, so and that fade me totally out of that. You know, I stop it. Uh, maybe from time to time, I organize the concert or I help uh, this or I uh, something. And my r- record label also starts slowly fade out. And uh, and then I did this, and then after that, I basically start uh, kind of art project actually. Like uh, I open kind of space for giving the stage to other artists. Hmm. Was it like a like a exhibit space or a performance space or what were you? I was really kind of every. I mean, uh, of uh, let's say maybe start with the exhibition. I invite every mount uh, art from international artists to come to this small city in Germany and to do exhibition and they stay like one week uh, with me they live uh, with me and basically I really dedicate big part to document uh, their process of creating exhibition mm-hmm. and then to, uh, with this background of again with this background of uh, creating zines you know uh i brought that kind of quick spontaneous uh attitude and uh, so for every exhibition i kind of create uh, the publication mm-hmm. early in the morning i uh put the things uh, from the last week together went into the copy store at uh at noon we have a publication you know on the table and the exhibition wow yeah so we uh and that was maybe kind of way where I keep it kind of my photography for a while till, uh, and then from time to time uh, I uh, I start to 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 do some stuff with my photography as well. But uh, was really big de- dedicating uh, to the other artists uh, giving the space. Uh, so and but that it sounds like that was a regular. Sp- practice though from month to month to month that you were yeah it was it was a really regular uh uh 
yeah, like a daily routine and like because uh, I think it was also very uh, was special time. Also, the, 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 there is also specific in the city because it's a really small industrial city. Where mm-hmm. was that, you know? And there was really like nothing happening, you know, there. And uh, maybe I really understand how that city was when I stopped the project and when I was like, oh, I want to go somewhere out. And then you realize like, oh, shit, there is really nothing hmm. there. But... Because before that, I have it like one week, artists came. Then uh, next week, I did uh, I invite other band to come to play. Then maybe one other artist passed through. <coughs> so there was all time uh, flow of the of the artist, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then uh, we built certain uh, crew of people, and the people would start to be active and do the stuff and. Uh, and this is really what I kind of appreciate or uh, love it that it was really uh, good energy of exchange and uh, and we was uh, kind of uh, you know in uh, in a good uh, element in this time and uh, also we used lots of uh, street as as, uh, as other platform or the uh, the place to express to play you know so, mm-hmm. so uh, it was good good uh, good time. And were, were, would you consider that experience, were you sort of the driving force behind that or, it, or you were one element of a, of a community of people doing this effort? I mean, I usually like to step and it's because uh, uh, no matter am I maybe come with that kind of idea, you know, yeah, or, yeah. Uh, or uh, motivation to do, you know, but without uh, all these people as well, and my uh, mother as well, you know, uh, that will be never possible, you know, or we'll never look uh, how it looks, you know. So it's not like one person could do all that themselves. No, no. I think this is, uh, I think this is sometimes wrong attitude. What we have it in the art or uh, in many of those uh, spaces, you know, because on big part, uh, you are not only one. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so let me ask you about um, just specifically about the work that you produce now. Um, <coughs> stylistically, and I know when we met in Paris uh, and, and, and we talked a lot about your process of using Xerox machines and live performance and repeating of imagery. Uh, and I, I use the term chaos, but you, I remember you, you it, it seemed like controlled chaos or it's it, chaos. I didn't mean that in the way of that. There's no control, but um, there's clearly, um, there's very wide parameters of like what you sort of like that you work within. Can you talk a little bit about uh, your creative process? And cause you were describing some of the things to me and I just find it fascinating. And there's, I think there's a liberation to your, your, the way you make work. Uh, I just want to 
I just want you to talk a little bit about that whole, like getting into your head when you're making the work. I think it's, well, I think the, the, I just remember this part with the cows. It, it really also stuck um, this, your uh, thought and expression. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I go on 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 this term chaos, uh, maybe that's mm, exactly how you also say it. It looks from outside, maybe that you know, or maybe in the, in the sense of the energy. And I'm really, for me, is the energy really important part, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and because uh, it is something what really drives drives me and uh, basically shape the work on the end you know because there is the 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 power of of uh, things around uh, me which I'm kind of processing and then uh, it's in kind of in the, in the thoughts reacting on this, you know, and there is something maybe of uh, physicality, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and uh, this physicality, of course, has sometimes uh, if it counts, has this also like a. Um, yeah, I don't know. Let's see physicality. Yeah. Well, here let me let me <laughs> it's, sort of, let me dissect a little bit of what kind of what. So it seems to me like so it's a you're you're expelling energy responding to an environment. Clearly, performance being in the moment. Like like for me like straight photography or like you can be documenting something, but it's, you're capturing a moment, but then it's, you know, it's, it's got a, a a life after itself. Whereas it seems even though like you're making something tangible, like a zine or a video, it sounds like as what you're describing is like being in that moment of creation is it, it seems like to me that that's your your main focus. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, like uh, the human uh, produce so much, you know, and it's already so much said way long before, you know, like uh, almost everything what. What we try to say is already said, you know. So, uh, in certain way, there is. Uh, um, I find myself uh, in certain way that there is really the to work with this moment energy. You know? mm-hmm. Whatever uh, the, the one is the performance, because it's really that moment, the audience, the energy of the audience. The 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 daily news the 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 the, the inside uh, conflicts the the, the 
everything would touch you, you know. I, I try kind of uh, to shape uh, into something and, and to work and uh, also to to process that and uh, and uh, sometimes uh, to touch something uh, beyond that or uh, unknown uh, where that can bring it into certain silence or uh, or uh, into the next uh, reachable uh, level beyond the words beyond the, the expression which bring us uh, uh, into the certain experience you know and right, uh, right. and uh, and this experience reaching this kind of experience you know it's uh, it's really uh, it's like an uh, one way, you know, and, uh, uh, and from there, that uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, um, I don't know that, that I'm still tr- trying to to think of it with this chaos, you know, like uh, what it is, you know, with, with the term and what you see everything in the chaos, you know, right, and because. Uh, I, um, I don't know. Um, well, let me let me ask you about. So, um, it does sound like to me like what you're describing. It's it's like the the you know whether it's a performance or you're 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 in the 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 mode of creating at that specific time. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the term flow or the flow state. I, I don't know if that translates to, you know, uh, there's, there's this sort of idea of mental, like a mental flow state where you slip into some, like uh, a creative mode and then everything else goes away and that it's, you're so in the moment. Sounds like what you're describing to me is like a flow state. Uh, and you, yeah, and you, it's, it, but that's that's why I have the the the, the issue to to speak about the chaos, you know, chaos. Because the the I think for me personally, it's hard to speak chaos. That maybe the somebody third can easily speak about that you know uh, for me it is really more connected to, to the flow you know sure it's uh, uh, it's really all these elements how they they coming to me and sometimes uh, i found myself more transformer you know uh, right right and uh, giving the you know sometimes i'm poorly instrument or or the the stage for the things, you know, sometimes also like in the performance, sometimes uh, I uh, equally stage myself, but then also I'm, I'm putting sometimes like uh, solar panels, which, uh, uh, which transforming the, the light or the film into the sound. So we're starting to be almost two equal players on, on the stage. You know? <laughs> solar panels that are, collecting the light during the performance yeah i kind of uh 
I I I, uh, I use that almost like like a, like a contact microphones, but with uh, in the sense of the, uh, using in the, in the light sense, you know. So, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's very very simple way to to use it. Uh, it's really like a contact microphone, but it's just react on the light, you know. Well, let me ask you about that. So, um, and. I, I keep getting tripped up. Now I regret saying chaos because I, I feel like you're seeing that as a derogatory description and I don't mean it that way. It, but like you're setting up, you, let's say you're preparing for a performance and you have all of these elements and it's, it's almost like uh, you're going, you're like you're going into a laboratory of experimentation. Uh, how much of, how much, structure like let's say you have i have this machine i have my guitar i've got distortion and relays and i've got my solar panels and i know the audience is going to be here but how much of how much of it is left to chance and how much of it is premeditated uh premeditated uh parameters or or you're bringing some kind of structure to an environment before you jump in and let go. Uh, for me, is uh, in this sense, it is totally chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> Uh, go ahead, though. I'm sorry. I didn't. I, I didn't mean to corner you with that. But that's. I, I want to hear about this. I want to hear like. Uh, no, uh, the, there was there was a really uh, specific moment for me. Uh, um, there was one exhibition uh, where I. Uh, I think I just start. I don't know. It was the exhibition that uh, brought me. But it was uh, called uh, related to the skate and punk, mm -hmm. and this kind of term skate punk, and uh, which I was very connected to all my activities, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. So, but in the same moment, I was like, "What is this?" You know. And then I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna come to this uh, skate museum, and I was doing uh, this exhibition on related to that." Uh, the music and then i was okay i'm gonna put the guitar down and i'm gonna uh, grind the guitar with the skate you know mm -hmm. and that's gonna be the true skate punk you know through the grind core you know grind, literally grind core <laughs> that was and i call it actually that uh, truly grind core uh, <laughs> and then i and then i have this uh the name i start to play with uh uh, actually, with a joke from the Night on Earth, Jim Jarmusch, uh, mm -hmm. with uh, Bruno, uh, the, the Helmut Lampshade, mm -hmm. the, the the German guy from Dresden, which I uh, really kind of went connected because when I was here, uh, there was all the time kind of certain misunderstanding, but it's also like this kind of uh, uh, how to say. Uh, we are special than you, you know. Like, yeah, actually, and this is actually what what the, what they going in the taxi, you know. 
Oh, yeah, no, right, your name right. is a clown. No, you're uh, the yo-yo, you know, and then it's like everybody laughing, but everybody has own ego. But no, you can't laugh over me, but I can laugh over <laughs> you. <laughs> and then I uh, start to use this because it was like, you know, what is this what I do? You know, like, yeah, the guy has this guitar down and the go with the skate, you know, and I want to listen to music. But this is not the music. What is this shit? You know, and I really love it. And, and but in the same time, I was like. Uh, and then I kind of came like, no, I don't want to practice, you know. Uh, I don't want to. Uh, I have just the date when I'm going to play. And I take the stuff and I go on the stage and I do something out of it, you know. Yeah. And I was really, because, I don't know, you know, it's really lots of uh, on me. Uh, it's like maybe kind of measure, you know. It's lots of related to reactions, you know. Like sure. Really, and uh, and the processing, giving back, and put that back on the stage, and uh, you know, the questioning, you know, and uh, so yeah, I start to kind of with that, and then from that I start to play with the copy machine, and then from there uh, I start to play with the projectors as well, and you know, sometimes uh, using stuff like that, you know, and really to to question, but it is really. Um, start to be to me like okay this is kind of okay this element this element this could work through that to that okay let's try you know right and so, then uh, well and then me... sometimes i totally forget what i want but it doesn't matter i think right it doesn't matter if you forget what your immediate your first intention was yeah i mean the the, the beautiful part in this you know uh, what i realize it you know uh it's really uh inside of me it's uh, uh there is like uh you have a certain processes you know you have a process where you are like oh shit you know oh this oh this doesn't really work like that oh no ah uh, oh uh, fuck oh am i played too long now this you know there is a certain uh things you know and then you need to find yourself and then in certain moments you fall into the black hole or I don't know, like somewhere. And then you are, your brain start to anymore to question anything and you just drive. And then uh, you stop. <laughs> so the black hole is the indication that it's time to wrap things up then. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and I, I like really this kind of, to reach this kind of tunnel or the space yeah. where you where you start, uh, maybe this is kind of meditation part, you know, or this yeah. beyond the words, uh, you know, all these things, what we always trying to reach, you know, whatever with uh, images, with this and that, you know, to to be in the other sphere, you know. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think there's... Um... What you're describing is very uh, physical and very visceral and very like in the moment, but then also in some ways, just like what you said, it's meditative or it's, I, I, I don't like to use the word spiritual, but it feels like it's got that kind of component to it where uh, you're just in this other space. But then you just. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, this yeah. energy, yeah. 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 And then, uh, but I like what you, like you, 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 there's still an indication. Like I, I like that idea where it's like, okay, 
um, in the tunnel. And now I'm, but it, like you, you, you see like maybe there is a point where, okay, this it's time to just finish and step away, but you don't even know when that's going to happen necessarily. No, that's, uh, <laughs> Yeah, sometimes I perform like uh, not even ten minutes, huh. you know. Like, and I What's stop it? it, and I was I was totally wet, you know. Ten minutes. I I think I perform like ten minutes. What's and I, how I, about what's the longest? Like, let's like have you what? Like, have it been times when it's just like an hour passes or? I I did kind of conceptual uh, long playing, like uh, I want to raise myself as an artist on exhibition, but to become the work. Mm -hmm. So I play as long the door open and the close. Till they put the shutter down on the on the, on the windows and the door, I yeah. still was making the music. <laughs> so I play maybe like uh, uh, maybe more than three hours or wow. something like that. And people want sometimes to speak and I have a totally... <laughs> cold face or <laughs> responding at all. <laughs> nope. So, <laughs> like, and then I, I uh, Cecile and Beranger, uh, my sis and Beranger, uh, they had a project and it was in time of the lockdown. So the, the perf uh, perf to perform was forbidden. Mm -hmm. But to have its sound installation or to be uh, have exhibition was okay. You know? mm -hmm. So uh, I transformed myself uh, with uh, with sound installation. So I was uh, playing maybe for six hours. Wow! Live, not recorded. <laughs> no, no, live all the time. You know, and wow. it was uh, playing. I play with the publication, so I, I I took that publication what we create. Or what they create and mm -hmm. use that as, 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 as a sound body. So I put it like piezos and I just move paper and make sound of this. And, but you know, this is like very different. Like I know it, okay, this is going to be how long is this event, you know? Right. But the other ones, I really go uh, with, with uh, I don't know what I will do and uh, I go and, uh, you know, but uh, from the knowing, uh i sometimes say it's gonna be like around 20 minutes you know more yeah. or less you know yeah that's yeah. what i have a feeling when it comes to to building certain energy and and be able to give certain uh, power and the fade out or whatever you know right but uh yeah i, I was i was playing on the event you know actually on uh, with some uh hardcore bands and so on <laughs> and i uh they told that i just did the intro you know yeah yeah I, uh, I was like just uh 10 minutes not even you know you were the and i was you opened for i was the, the opening act yeah and i was like totally wet <laughs> like i give so much out of myself that uh, i don't know was uh you know sometimes it's 10 minutes it's a long time you know if you're fully focused into yeah. something, uh -huh. it's a long time. Yeah, yeah. Try meditating for 10 minutes. So it's, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we've been talking for almost an hour, but I do want to just, maybe this can move us towards a conclusion. So 
you live and you live in Paris now. Yeah, no, it's how kind long of have you based. been there? Let's know. I just start with this uh, crazy new new millennium or whatever COVID mm. time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just moved like maybe one week before the lockdown. Wow. Okay. And uh, since then, uh, I'm mostly there. You know, it's yeah. supposed to be kind of base, but uh, now it's like uh, I'm mostly there. And do you like living in Paris? It's a very, you know, like I enter into the into the family life uh, there. Mm-hmm. So my uh, social interactions are a little, uh, very reduced, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, with growing up now from the kid, uh, getting more, but uh, for the photograph scene uh, or the sensitivities uh, of the photograph uh, scene, I'm very glad and I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. And the same time for the... Artist books or the books and so on. It's uh, it's really good uh, place to be. Sure, yeah. Uh, That's because uh, I used to be before in Berlin for a time, and uh, it was much more different. Was it? Uh, so you prefer Paris over Berlin? In this sense, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there is there is more. Uh, yeah, I mean, in certain way, uh, there is more understanding for experimenting. There is more, uh, you know, it's a warmer culture now, and it's uh, there is certain more historical also part of the uh, of the photography and the film and so on. You know? Yeah, hundred uh, percent agree. Paris is definitely uh, one of the the centers of photography and film for sure. So, uh, Sergei Vututs, thank you. Uh, why don't we wrap things up? Uh, I really appreciate you joining me, uh, for this conversation today. I find your, your work fascinating and I'm excited to share it with more people. So, uh, thank you for joining me for this conversation today. Nick, thank you so much for uh, asking and give so much uh, passion uh, to reflect my work. I very appreciate this. Right on, man. So there you go, folks. My conversation with Sergei Vututs. I hope you enjoyed the uh, conversation. I really uh, loved having the opportunity just to, to go deep into uh, Sergei's creative process like I said at the onset, um, I see his work online and I'm always really intrigued and inspired by it. And he has this just this sense of, of freedom in his exploration and his process that uh, I just find really admirable and inspirational. And I hope you do as well. I will share links to uh, lots of places online where you could see Sergey's work. And I would suggest uh, clicking on a couple of those video links because um, seeing him in action doing his live performance with his uh, instruments and his Xerox machine and and uh, really taking that sort of DIY aesthetic to its its furthest reaches, uh, I just think it's a, a really cool thing. 
So anyway, I just do want to remind you that if you have any questions or comments about this or any episode, you can go to rightidominantpodcast.com, scroll all the way down to the bottom, and you can find a spot there to send me uh, any kind of thoughts that you might have. Also, as I always ask, if you could leave a rating or a review on the podcast platform of your choice, that will help me continue to grow this podcast and get it in front of even more people. I want to thank everyone for the support. I think uh, things are just really keep moving in a positive direction with the podcast and I, I couldn't be happier. So thank you all. So that will be it for this episode. This has been the Right Eye Dominant Podcast. I've been your host, Nick Toro Jr. And until next time, stay well. This podcast has been a production of RightEyeDominant.art. The music for today's episode is brought to you by Iconic Project and Yazar.